Good morning. I think it's important this voice note to cover an essential things I've spoken over the years that have really helped people and I think that are important reinforced because they're easy to forget and if we forget them when we don't learn the lessons from them and what we need to do is and how we I think we should live wisely is I think we should have these kind of like um, systems or principles or like models in our head and then when we come into social situations or whatever we're able to like pull this model out of our head and go okay let's apply this to this situation and see what happens and see what the answer is because if we can have these it can work well for in our favor like you know one classic one of the stoics is is this in my control or is, it, is or is it not in my sphere of control and you put that right is this in my control no the only thing in my control is my attitude towards things my actions, my voluntary actions is the only thing in my control. Other stuff isn't. So someone saying, you're a nasty person, isn't in your control. Someone says they don't like you, it's not in your control. Someone puts a massive chocolate cake on your table and goes, do you want some of this? It's not in your control. It's in your control of your actions. So that's a simple, easy one that we should always be using anyway. But here's a few ones, study-based ones, that should help you through the festive season. Okay, I think it's important. So let's have a look at some really important studies over the years. First study is Batman study. Study uh, showed the kids who were asked themselves um, before they had a choice of apples or fries, and they were told before picking, one group was told to think of a superhero. So like Batman, what would Batman do in a scenario, little Scott? Little Scott, what would Batman do? Well, he'd be eating the apples, wouldn't he? So I'll have the apples, please. I actually, in my own life, Bruce Lee was that person for me. Anyway, and the other ones weren't told that, and then they picked fries more. Okay, so by just saying what would X person I look up to do, the chances of you going for the better decision increases. And this works in adults as well. So, you know, should I eat this dessert? Should I have, should I binge drink? Should I go and order a delivery when I've got food in the fridge? You might think one of them is like, is this moderate? Am I being, am I, am I being, am I in moderation right now? Another one could be, what would Louise do? What would Ryan do? What would whoever do? And as long as we can break the circuit, we can break that automatic decision of just going straight away for it. And even if we can do it one third of the time, half the time, think of how much that adds up. So that's a study that shows that break, have a, take a moment, ask yourself who would someone you admire do in this position, and then that, that quite your question is answered. Um, another study showed that just moving your food, so moving sweets at least six feet away from a desk drastically reduced um, how many sweets someone ate. So that's how lazy we are. Think about it, when you're on the couch, yeah, and it's something on TV you hate, but the, the remote control is out of reach. Sometimes you go, oh, I can't be asked. we can leave this dreadful program on for an hour. We're so lazy, but if we can hack this, if we can think, well, if that's how lazy we are, well, we might as well move things out of reach. And you know, you're not gonna win all those battles again, but you're, you're, you're building an environment that works for you. That's your, you're building the battle plan that's more in your favour. The battle might not go to plan fully, but at least you're putting yourself in the best position. Said a study before, the six-month hospital study. So what they did was, they were like, we need people to drink more water. So they put more water in the, you know, where they sell, you know, soda drinks, Coke Zero, all that stuff. And they put some more water bottles on sale by the tills. They didn't say a word to anyone. Um, soda sales dropped 11% and water sales increased 25.8%. So environment's very important for behavior. Even if you don't know something's happened, think that's quite scary in a sense. Are we just Sims? <laughs> There's a program on Netflix, what's it called? Something Studios. It's got an episode about God, 
we just got a board in front of him and he's just like yeah give him some rain and all this stuff and it's funny because you think well that you know he's just influenced the environment then has changed their behavior they haven't got a clue so if we know that in our environment can play this much of a role let's make it work for us next one the way we speak to ourselves so one group has said to say i can't eat that masba and another group was told to i don't eat the masba so they offer the choice i don't eat that and i can't eat that so one group was told that each time they were faced with a temptation they would tell themselves i can't eat that for example i'm tempted with ice cream i can't eat ice cream the second group was faced with temptation they were told to say i don't eat ice cream so they tempted with ice cream they go i don't eat ice cream after repeating these phrases each student answered a set of questions unrelated to the study once they finished answering their questions the students went to hand in the answer sheet thinking that the study was over or it wasn't in reality it was just beginning as each student walked out of the room and handed in their answer sheet they were offered a complimentary treat the student could choose between a chocolate candy bar or a granola health bar as the student walked away the researcher would mark their snack choice on the answer sheet the students who told themselves i can't eat x chose to eat the chocolate bar 61 percent of the time meanwhile the students who told themselves i don't eat x choose to eat chocolate bars 36 percent of the time so basically nearly half so you're, you're half as likely to pick the bad option if you say well i can't eat that uh, well sorry i don't sorry <laughs> i really messed that up tonight i don't eat that so it's in your control do you know what i'm saying oh i can't smoke right now well you're just saying now and you, you're basically saying you can't right now but you'll do it later on so i don't is experienced as a choice and it feels empowering i can't isn't a choice it's restriction it's being imposed on you this is vital this is why macros works so much okay with macros you can eat whatever you want Again, I've mentioned this study so many times before new listeners. The study, the Twinkie diet, sugary snacks every three hours, 10 weeks in a calorie deficit. They were like, you're not going to lose weight, mate. He did lose weight. He lost 27 pounds. His health markers went up. He ate sugary snacks every three hours. He doesn't recommend doing it, of course. But what that shows us is being in a calorie deficit, eating sugar, lost in weight. He went from an unhealthy BMI, you know, too high to a, in, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the healthy range. Health markers went up. What that's saying is, we don't have to be 100% perfect with the foods we eat, okay? We don't have to be that. That's what macros is all about. It's flexible. Have that ice cream. Have that granola bar. Have whatever you want, okay? But realize, ideally, we do want to be eating whole foods. We do, because they've got more volume. They're better for us. Micronutrients, of course, we want to eat those over time and improve our choices. But if we walk around saying, oh, I can't eat that, mate. Uh, I can't eat that uh, chocolate bar. That's not true in macros, because you can. This is it, you can though. Oh, Scott, I can't, have that, I can't have that pint. Yes, you can have that pint. I can't have the wine glass. Yes, you can have the wine glass. It's up to you, you can have it, have it, put it in. We've got the alcohol conversion tool, if you want to do it, convert it into the carbs or fats or both. Like, there's no restriction. You can have whatever you want. This is what makes this now a choice and empowering, because you've got all the available foods in the world at your disposal, and it's up to you how you play Tetris with these foods and fit them into your macros. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, next one. A study on eating out. People who sat in booths, or booths, as we say in Wales, booths, were about 80% more likely to order dessert than people sitting in a normal table, and you're about 80% less likely to order salad. <laughs> Do you know why this is? 
So people sitting near their windows were much more likely to order salads. If you are seated at a table closer to the bar, on average, your table is going to be ordering three more beers than the table furthest from the bar. The reason why people in booths are more likely to eat dessert than others is because if you think about it, they don't, they're, they're private. No one's going to see them eating a dessert. And a lot of our choices are down to what we think people are going to think about us. So the social thing, ooh, Sally's going to see me eat a dessert. She's going to think I'm really unhealthy and she's going to tell all the village and that, you know, this silly thing that goes in the head. But then when you're by the window, you think every person you've ever met is going to walk around that corner, do you? Is it the imaginary audience syndrome? You sit by the window in a, in a restaurant in town and you think, yeah, yeah, everyone's going to come and see me here now and watch me and go, oh, look who's there, look who's there. Oh my gosh, she's eating salad. What a legend. No. But look, it's how the human mind works. It's how it works. So if you do want to feel accountable, it's similar to like, working and you're like do you know what i like working in an office because i know people are watching me work so i do more work it's kind of like that watcher effect and you do behave better when you know things someone's watching you but really that's easy the hard part is doing the right thing when nobody's watching isn't it nobody's watching you you're in the house alone friday night what are you doing ah no one's gonna know what are you gonna do though deliveroo you're gonna go for the healthier option and that's that's when people fail so it's important, like, you look at that, what's happening psychologically there. Um, and then again, with the beers, you know, if you're close to a bar, it's easy to get done. Remember me me and Dean Leak, mindset coach, went, uh, we had a few drinks for after his baby was born in uh, central London, and we were right by the bar. And we did go through loads of beers, like a lot. And <laughs> I think it plays a role when you're close to a bar. Um, another one, drink from tall, skinny glasses. You will typically drink about 20% less from a tall, slender glass than you would from a short, fat glass. And this is just another psychological trick. You think you're having more than you are, uh, and you drink less. Bit less, not loads, might work, who knows. Um, okay, and weekend binge eating list, okay? This is what, let's have a look at what we can do here. So let go of perfect eating. So this goes for Christmas as well. Let go of perfect eating. You're not gonna be a perfect eater ever. Even if you've got a private chef, I'm telling you, you won't be a perfect eater. Remove good and bad food distinction. There is really no such thing, okay, than good and bad food. It's foods that are more nutrient dense, foods that are less nutrient dense. Foods that are generally, uh, yeah, just with more nutrients and uh, more in volume, others are really, you know, tiny in volume, more sugary, whatever. Have a mix of them, because that's the reality of the world we live in. Give yourself permission to indulge, but have limitations. Eat mindfully, eat slowly, be present in the moment. Don't eat while watching TV, eat sitting down. You think I'm telling you like this, I do this. You think, no, I need to work on this. It's hard, hard to eat slowly. I eat, I like a, I'm fast, like a Ferrari. I'm, I'm, I'm gunning that food down and I need to slow down. And I've been trying for a while and I have slowed down, but it doesn't make a big difference. Um, and you're not gonna stop binge eating fully, right? So if you have one binge eating session, whatever, just let it go. The past, it's gone to the past. Just let it go, move on after it happens. Don't make it two days, don't make it three days. Use different terminology moving forward. I don't eat that ice cream versus I can't. So I don't eat it. I don't eat it. I don't wanna eat that. I don't wanna eat that. My choice, I don't eat it. Oh, I can't. Oh, I want to, but I can't. You're gonna fail. What would Batman do? What would Bruce Lee do? What would Louise Thompson do? What would Ryan Libby do? Don't ask what I would do. I'd be eating a cake. But always ask the always question the decision. Watch your environment. Plays a massive role. You know? Put read Atomic Habits to start with. 
put water in positions now so you're going to drink water, okay? Put, you know, the snacks out of sight. You don't want to see them, they're only tempted. All right, do these little tweaks and it'll work in your favour. Drink alcohol from tall, skinny glasses. You know, champagne or like Prosecco, low in calories, like 80 calories a glass, slender glass usually. Not bad. You can have like eight of them. How many calories is that? You can have probably 10 of them. Well, you can have about eight glasses of Prosecco equals a bottle of wine probably. So eight is quite a lot, isn't it? If you drink it slow. And maybe take the window seat when you're eating out. Don't hide in the booths because uh, you might be ordering all sorts. So maybe just play that psychological trick on yourself. I'll go by the window. Might see someone that fancies me walk past. I don't want them to see me there. It might work. I know it's stupid, but it might work. Okay? And then obviously we need to start walking as well. The problem if we don't walk enough, like I said before, if you don't walk enough per day, if we don't move as much as our ancestors did, say 6,000, 8,000 steps minimum a day, our appetite regulation system doesn't work properly. We get hungrier than we need. That's why when you sit down all day, you feel hungry. Why? Your body doesn't need the energy. What's going on? It's because you're not doing what you were born to do as a human being, basically. We weren't meant to sit down all day. We meant to walk around. Hunting, walking, laughing, playing by the fire, throwing stones, I don't know. Moving, basically. Um, there was a study on this as well that you didn't, they didn't technically walk so much more than, you know, eight, 10,000 steps a day, but what the hunter-gatherer tribes do is they do a lot more kneeling down, squatting, picking things up off the floor, up and down. They've got more dynamic movement. As opposed to us who like wake up, sit down, stand up, walk over, a cup of tea, sit back down. You know what I mean? We're not bending down. Like kind of good, you know, just tie your shoelaces maybe 20 times a day. I don't know. But they were just more dynamic. So understand that over Christmas. If you're not getting your steps in, you're going to feel hungrier. So a lot of people do on Christmas Day. They go on Christmas walks, which is awesome. But really do genuinely think about doing two walks a day. Wake up in the morning, go on a walk, coffee, water go back, walk before you go for a big meal or after whatever you want to do. Just get your steps in. It will help with your appetite regulation system. And the food becomes more satiating. So if you do get more steps in, your, the response to the food, your hunger goes is in more in tune with what you're eating. That's important because, look, you can eat a Sunday dinner and go, that didn't touch the sides, but it should have. Is it because you weren't moving at all? Okay, we need to start the habit now. Make sure you get any steps in now so our system is ready to go and it's not going to be dysregulated going into the festive period. We want to be more in tune with our body. Are you with me? Are you with me? Okay? 6,000 to 8,000 steps as a goal minimum per day. So I hope those studies helped. Those are quite like the big hitters, really to think about behavior, how things happen, um, going into Christmas, what we could do. It's really simple, really. Like if we really... If we focus on being mindful, if we focus on questioning our decisions, like the Stoics do, every first impression they get, they always question it. Is this bullshit? Ah, oh, am I really hungry? Am I craving? Like, what is... Let's put this impression to the test. Let's t- let's put a bit of breathing space bef- before we just take the first impression we get and act upon it as if it's the truth. Okay? So we take it in. Take a few seconds. Okay, let's have, let, me, let me question this. And then, you know, you can either deploy the Batman study or you can think about moderation and all that stuff. And if we can just do that and walk and laugh and have a good time, okay, and understand what we want in life. You know, this time, if you think about it, one day is one day. Christmas made up, man. Made it up. It's more, way more commercial now than whatever it started off being. I mean, Jesus wasn't even born at Christmas, just to tell you. He wasn't born in December. He was born in June or July. 
they actually trivia Christmas Day is on Christmas Day because before Christianity took over, the pagans would celebrate on the 25th-ish of December because that's when the sun hangs in the sky the longest. And that's what the day they celebrated. It was easier to convert the pagans to Christianity if they kept their main celebration day there. So Jesus wasn't born in December. So, guys, it doesn't matter. What are we doing? <laughs> every day is the same. Think about that. Every day is the same. Let's, take, let's make the most of each day. And how would you really want to live each day? It takes, you know, Christmas Day. How would you live Christmas Day? Of course, eat an amazing food, drink, enjoy with the family and stuff like that. But I don't think we need to look at like a two weeks of hell of just abusing our bodies and just going nuts. I don't think we need to do that. Let's just get our steps in. Be mindful. Read about stoicism. Get prepared for 2022. Because we've got Octagon 2.0 starting on the 31st of Jan. And it's going to be class. But that's it. More studies are going to come your way. I'm doing a lot of research on them now. Trying to find the good ones about behavior, environment and stuff like that. Uh, tomorrow's are going to be more about stress and how that's going to impact us. So if we can control stress as well as get our steps in, we are really putting ourselves in a really good position over the festive period. Because if we don't control our stress and we've got no steps, okay, i got some bad news. You're destroying Monster Munch, Cadbury's, Pigs in Blankets, Roast Potatoes, Gravy, potentially pasties, and Pints, Whiskey, the lot. You're not stopping but if you can control it, you've got more control than that. But guys, enjoy your day. Remember to live one day at a time. If you can do the best you can today. All you can do is your best each day. As Dean says, the best. all you can do is your best each day. doesn't mean every day is going to be better, but it means trying your best each day. So start your day off by doing that one big thing. If you've gotten a bit of motivation from this voice note, don't go on your phone because you end up on the Instagram Explore feed. You feel bad about yourself and you're scrolling Instagram going in 20 minutes. 20 40, 30, 20, 40, 60 minutes later, you're still on Instagram and now you hate yourself. How many times has that happened? So after this voice note, go and do that task you need to get done that needs to be done. It's going to move your day forward. It's going to be a good tick, boom. And it's going to get you building momentum today. So go and do that right now. See you tomorrow.